Father. Moso shatayan gana mosi andan. Kehi anda moso ki andan. Dehi anda moso ki andan. Sata moso ki andae moso hi anda moso. Kiandan. Kiandan de de moso ki anda shata moso koyanda da mosian. Sianda de de moso. Sianda de 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 moso. Como siandan de de moka. Mokan di anda moso shata. Di anda moso kian. De moso kian na shata. Shata de moso dian. Dian, dian, dian. Moso kian da mosa shata. Moho yanda de moko yanda de de moso ki. Dere moko i anda moso shata yanda de moko yan. Siana mosi kianda shete moso kianda mosaka. Satan cannot understand when we speak in our heavenly language. I suggest that you speak in your heavenly language more than you speak in your earthly language. Because you're speaking words, spirit to spirit, directly to the Father. That most of the time we're not even aware of. But the more you speak in spirit, and the more you speak in the unknown tongues, you begin to feel what you're saying in your heart. And the more you begin to understand what's in your heart and you speak it in your unknown tongue, you begin to interpret it certain words you're saying. And I want you to begin to interpret certain words that you're saying. Because God's releasing to me that he would not withhold nothing from you. If you want to interpret what you're saying, you can. If you want to prophesy, you can. If you want to lay hands and see the recovery, you can. If you want to believe, you can. If you want to stand, you can. If you want to stay with God, you can. If you want to worship, if you want to praise, if you want to give thanks, you can. If you want to tap into a, a spiritual world, realm upon realm, you can. It's available unto you. I want you to come up higher in the supernatural realm. Because there's always something to see, hear, and understand. All the day long in the spiritual realm. In the angelic realm, far as heavenly hosts, having heaven encounters. I don't want the encounters from heaven to be somewhat into your life. 
I want heaven to be much more in your life than this earth that we're walking in. I want heaven's the realities to become so much more in your life that you stay tuned in. Because I know that I know this life is not just for me. I know there are many, many who live in that place as I do. And when you live in that place where you are from, and I mean talking like where you're from, thinking like where you're from, acting like where you're from, responding like where you're from, you become that more here. And that is needed here. And you become the attraction here. Because there is a difference between heaven's world and earth's world. Hallelujah. The difference is earth are filled with lies. It's filled with many lies. And heaven is not. There is no lie. Not one. You need to know and tap in when you can see and feel the angels that are around you. Did you begin to understand why they're there? Did you begin to know what to say to commission them to move on your behalf? Because everything you say, it comes to pass because they're doing what you're saying. Your words are going where they are sent. And you are sending angels in the midst to go and accomplish what God has said through you. Hallelujah. So I want you to become more aware of the angels that you have present with you. And I want you to also know that the angels don't be the same. There's a time and a season for you to receive new angels. And the angels that you have be released from you. Because you have got, you have received what they came to release. Now it's time for you to come up higher. The angels become much more powerful. And I want you to know that. I want you to know. I mean, grab hold to the knowing. I want you to close your eyes and look in the spiritual realm. I want you to see God moving on your behalf. Standing up on his two feet. Moving with you in his mind. With you in his heart. Every thought of you. The angels, the archangels, the cherubs and the seraphims on your behalf, burning with a passion with your name on it, paving a way for you and your victory, your triumph, your standing, your yieldness, and you saying yes. Heavenly hosts in the kingdom. My family, your family, our biblical family, making a way, a path for you to walk in. In this generation, put 
putting on you gems, putting on you new realms, releasing more fire upon you, new garments, new mountains for this new season. I want you to see yourself as God see you. Royalty. A king. A lord. In the earth. Do you know what that looked like? To be a lord in the earth and to walk around in defeat? That's like dressed like a pharaoh and yet you taking out the trash. Planting things. Building things. Doing hard labor. When you are royalty. So why are you worrying? That's a slave mentality. Why are you in fear? Why do you have any physical addiction? Man-made has substances to cope, to try to cope with earth's realities for your natural body to satisfy you. But if you really pay attention, the satisfaction doesn't last long. So you're not really satisfied because you keep going back to do more. It's just a cover-up. It's just covering up what needs to be dealt with. And it can only be dealt with in the presence of God. Because we are created from God. So why would you go to another source that cannot do what only he can? The floor that I'm upon. It's like a rattle of waves, heat waves. And God just exposed that to me. That's how powerful you are. By knowing much more of, of what's really going on in the spiritual realm on your behalf. And the more information and knowledge you gain, the more rich you become. I want you to know that. Walking around as God's masterpiece and saying words like, I can't. It never will. That's a lie. Many of us thinking that fun is living and doing things of the world. Smoking, drinking, partying, fornicating, lusting. All those things that we know is not right. Why? Because you experienced an encounter. And that lifestyle is not involved in the encounter. But you somewhat and somehow want to continue to please your flesh in that way. Which is not satisfying. Because you're laughing on the outside. In front of humanity. 
be on the inside, you're crying out. Because when you're operating in the world, you're going to receive everything the world throw your way. And one thing the world always wants you to know, that you're not good enough. You can never be more than enough. There is limits here. You can only have. You can only do. You can only receive. And it causes you to become wary and fearful. And the more you become fearful, anxiety come upon you. And the more anxiety come upon you, depression come upon you. And the more depression come upon you, suicidal thoughts come upon you. And you don't want to be here anymore. That's how the world is set up. For you to fall. Dress up every lie as if it's the truth. And you go more and go deeper and deeper into that lie. Till you realize... I have begun to be so far off where I don't want to be anymore. And didn't we cry out to God? And he come and lift us up. But when you've been exposed to something good, that's God. Because God is good. Don't leave from that place. Stay in that place. Stay with that connection. Stay with that encounter. If you only experience one encounter, you better stand and build on that. If you only can think of one thing God has done for you, you better stand on that and build from there. Because he can do much more than that. And he has done much more than that. But you weren't aware because your focus was somewhere else. I want you to see God on the throne. Sitting on his throne. And guess what? The good news is you are also seated on his throne. And most people don't believe that because they think they didn't do anything to order to receive that. They think in order to be there, they have to do something good. And they see themselves as failure. Counted out. Because they're looking at themselves Instead of looking at what Christ done for them That's a message that has to be released What God done for me He did for you I had no idea many people Are receiving God Because I'm here other day and he looked so hardcore so hardcore just walked up towards me with his little street walk little limp whatever you call it pimp walk whatever and he came so close to me and I'm looking like why is this man all in my face like this And he said to me, God said, wait, just listen. He said, I know your face from anywhere. Anywhere. Looked like he had about 10 guns on him. And I was like, okay. I wasn't afraid. 
He was like, I remember you. I said, okay. You're that woman that be preaching about God. He was yelling in my face. I was like, yeah, that's me. I know it's you. I just want to say thank you. And he turned around. And he began to walk away. That's just one out of many. Our lives are the living word of God. Because the more God exposes himself to you, the more you release what you receive into the atmosphere. It is by giving thanks, singing songs, writing it down through a message, through prayer. Somehow you have to release because it cannot be contained. You have news, good news to release to people. I see a chain being broken. I see a long chain has just been broken. Now, I don't spend too much time asking God, what's this chain? Who this chain belong to? I just see it broken. That's all that matters to me. It's broke. I call things that be not as though it was from this day forward. As I go out this house, before I go out this house, I see people's hearts are beginning to become more hungrier for God. I see people that stop being selfish and begin to open up unto God's way of doing things. I see people who didn't believe that Christ is Lord due to their own tradition and begin to ask them, are you the Messiah? Then can you be my Lord? Show me who you are. I must know about this Jesus. Because I keep seeing movies. I keep hearing songs that you gave your life for me. Did you really do that? Well, can you show me what you've done for me? Here. Can I become better for my family? Can I become better for my community? And most importantly, can I become better for myself? I see parents that are becoming better for their children and not wanting their children to become better for them. I see parents setting a good example on raising their kids on the way they should go. I see parents spending more time with their children, talking with them and not talking to them. I see more parents becoming more patient with their children and not yelling at them and calling them names. I see parents getting to know their children more, falling in love with their children and not becoming too busy. I see parents seeing the glorification of God upon their kids' life and not counting them out. Amongst those who are also in the society. I see homes being restored. Being renewed. Being refreshed. I see absent parents that left the home. Are now going back. To continue to build. Like never before. And I see the hearts of the kids. And the parent that was there. Begin to forgive. That absent parent. And don't condemn them. But also join in love. 
and continue to parent the child. I pray that the child, and I see the child actually, forgiving the parent who was not there. I see God healing that heart that was walking in unforgiveness to begin to forgive. I thank God for those who've been defiled are starting to see the glorification of forgiving that person for they know not what they've done. I see those in the hospital beginning to rise in their faith and receive Christ's healing, working power in their life and they get up and move. I see people who know they left the church, know that they are the church and beginning to go back into the body of Christ and do their part as they're here to do in the name of Jesus, all one accord. I come against all religions, all religious thinking, all people being religiously. And I thank God for releasing his righteousness upon us all. We're not focused upon religion. We're focused on his righteousness. For his namesake, that we come together on one accord and worship God in spirit and in truth only. That's what I see. I see communities being rebuilt. I see, I see different countries, governments in different countries coming on one accord onto the word of God. Helping the people. Building better communities. Better homes. Better health care. Better dental care. Better education. And the teachers wanting to teach the children. The teachers are eager to be where they belong. And those who don't have a desire to be in the field, they leave that field and follow their heart's desire. That no one will want anything that doesn't belong to them because they know that God has something for them. And what's for them is for them. I see mergers that God put together that they let no man put asunder. I see families growing. I see families fruitful. I see children of God replenishing the earth. I see the children of God running, running upon territories to live this life on earth as it is in the kingdom. Many people are running back to the church that God called them to and begin to take their walk more seriously in all that they do. Those who call to sing for God will be singing for God like never before. Those who write music will begin to write, need more paper, need more something because the words keep overflowing. They don't have enough time to write down everything, but they make the time to write down as the Spirit continues to cause them to overflow in the songs of worship. And everything that we do, I see everyone giving God thanks. I see everyone receiving Holy Spirit as our comforter. I see people beginning to speak in unknown tongues. I see people not focus on the problem, but they now see a solution. And the solution is in the blood of Christ. I see people beginning to want more Christ, become more Christ-like. Woo, Jesus. I see those who was counted out in the world begin to be counted for in the world. I see those who have any earthly addiction 
begin to be addicted to the presence of God. I see this change. I see the change in the news and media. I see a change in the violence. That the violence cease. I see healing all over the place. God has stretched out his hand and we wave this hand towards every area in this earth, on this planet, for all humanity because we are all covered. And God has signaturized this planet by writing, it is finished. And this is what he's showing me right now as we're talking. It is finished. He's showing me a bow tied on his index finger on his right hand and he's showing me how that bow is a symbol of us being joined back with our father and that bow can never be untied again here we were on this side and God was on that side Every form of humanity, every person that ever was here, was ever be born, and who was ever born, was separated on this side. And God sent his son to give his life so that we could come off that side that was distant to us from God. To connect us back and join with God together forever. And that's what happened. I see negative attitudes ceasing. As I'm praying, angels are carrying so many gifts. I don't usually ask too many questions. I just receive. I don't. I, I feel as though I don't have enough time to say what is that? What's inside the box? Look at the beautiful box. It is very beautiful. But I receive it and let's move forward because there's so much to be done. Because when I'm praying, that's a lot to be done to come to pass. And it shall, and it will, and it had. In Jesus' name. From this day forward, call things that be not as though it were. Hallelujah. That's how much power our words have. I had some news recently. About a celebrity. Who OD'd. Ended up in the hospital. And I cried out to God. I said, God, please. Don't take him. Please don't take him. Because I have the heart of God. I can feel God's emotions. Upon all humanity. And especially those. Who are pulling further away from God. His heart is yearning for you. Because you're not supposed to be disconnected. Because he has connected you back with him. So why are you walking further away? Well, you should be pulling yourself closer. So his eyes are upon you even more. Those who are disobedient. So I've been beginning to feel what God feels about this person. And I said, God, don't take him. You're not done yet. And I begin to speak to his body and command it to function. Get up. You're not going to die. You shall live and not die. Because I can see this person's testimony. I can see the attacks of the devil upon this person. 
And you can tell because the music that they released out here, every season that they were going through, every trial, their song was talking about it. So your songs are your testimonies. You're not sitting here writing something someone wants you to say about their life and their testimony. You're releasing your own. And that's a powerful testimony. And I can see and I can feel how the devil is trying to destroy you. I said, God, please listen to me. Keep them here. I don't care if you don't even want to be here anymore. Keep them here. And I got good news. He's still here. I got good news that he's still here. Because the enemy hates him so much. You know why? Because he has a voice. He has a voice that was being heard. And he was crying out to the world for help. But wasn't getting the help that he needed. Majority of us on this planet, in this planet, who have been feeling down, depressed, upset, anger about anything, what did God say to you? He said the same thing to all of us. Write it down. Write it down. You know why he said that? Because that's a form of a release. Because if you keep that bottled in, that will destroy you. That anger will destroy you. That bitterness, that unforgiveness will destroy you. And God wants to heal you. Because his son died for that. And you don't have to walk in it anymore. And I thank God for answering my prayer. I pray for everyone. But you know when you can identify someone and you see like, oh my God, I see so much in you. I see so much in that celebrity. I've actually messaged that celebrity before and I didn't even expect him to message back and he did. He messaged back. And I said, God, I want to meet him. I just want to wrap your arms around him. Because that's my brother. You know how many people we're not going to speak of that any longer. We're not going to separate ourselves from people that are, when I say separate, I don't mean don't be around or think you're better. The separation is for you not to become entangled back into your old ways because now you're walking in a new life. That's what God meant. He don't mean separate as in don't go around. He mean don't become entangled. Don't let what they do rub off on you. Some of us, matter of fact, we're going to stop. We have stopped doing that. And I speak that in the atmosphere. We have stopped doing that. Father, can you wrap a bow around my index finger? And I want this bow to be the same as yours on your index finger. Because that's going to be a reminder for me to continue to call things that be not as though it was. Because it actually is. Because we said it. And we have what we say. So put that bow on my finger too. In fact, also put that ribbon around my heart. 
Because walking with the heart of God, there is no failure. God is not ashamed of you. No more overdoses. No more drug use. No more alcohol abuse. No more physical abuse, emotional abuse. You know, no more of that. Holy Spirit, before I say anything, allow me to remember with these bows I have that I only speak that be not a door was. I only speak how God sees, how God speaks concerning anything, no matter what's before me in the natural. Allow God's super that's in me to cause my super to be released upon the natural here. Especially in the words that I speak. Begin to receive great news. Begin to hear great news. In the name of Jesus. God presence. Is satisfying. You don't want nothing else. Yes, I am anointed. Yes, I am powerful. Yes, yes, to all the questions about God in me, yes. But it comes from spending time. See, we all spend time with God. By saying something or acknowledging God some way, somehow. But what are you doing in his presence? That's what matters most. What are you allowing God to do? Some of us are just sitting there. I have a heart to say, God, I want all of you and none of me. That is some preparation to take place. Because how many of us know he's getting rid of all of you to fulfill himself with, with all of him in you. I hope you got that. So we got to change our attitudes much more to become Christ-like. Not just around people. Not just in certain places. Don't allow, allow any sudden, any distress come upon you. Or frustration. Or fear. Or anxiety. God is calling me to him today. Which means no other distractions. Because he's taking me higher and I'm starting to see the importance of me being here, my God. God would never fail any of us. I release God in your atmosphere like never before. I release 
God's rest upon your life like never before. God is showing out in my life. When you feel what distrust and you're distressed because of the, the distrust, not trusting. Because the things that you trusted in let you, and the people you trusted in let you down. And it, because, it caused you to become hesitant to give someone else another try. And I'm referring to God. A lot of us become hesitant. See, my walk with God, I always did walk with God. But I saw the difference between me and people who was operating of the world. And I knew God's hand was on me so heavy because I felt it. And I said to God as a teenager, can you ease up just a little bit? Because you're so you're so hard on me. And I mean, and I say hard, that means like he's restricting me. It's like I can feel his protection from everything. It's like he's, you know how I pray hold over their kids to keep them from doing anything that they're not supposed to do? God, both of his hands was like hovering me so tight. I was like, Father, can you loosen up a little bit? Because I want to start enjoying what they're enjoying. They look like they're having fun to me. I don't see nobody else with me, but just me and you. Look at all the people they have. I didn't know what I was saying. And then one day, God began to ease up. He did what I asked. I felt his hands being removed from me. Then I started expressing things I didn't want to. And I ran back to God. No, no, put them back on. Put your arms. Matter of fact, hold them tighter. And God did that. I said, I will never ask that again. Forgive me, please. please. I was like, please, please, please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's our father. God is my everything, my entire life. And I want God to be your everything. 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 We are standing up and we are working together and we are linked. Our arms are linked together as children of God. And we're going to stand and we're not going to quit on no one. Not even ourselves. No more suicidal thoughts. No more, no more thoughts of you thinking you're not good enough. You don't have enough. You're not educated enough. No more. Because God is the answer to all you need. Hallelujah. A lot of times we don't receive what we're praying for because that's not what God wants you to say. You're praying for something you already have the answer to. That doesn't make sense. You want your marriage to be restored? 
ask God, is this his connection? And if God says his connection, and if you know that it's his connection that you don't have to ask, guess what? Your marriage is restored. Begin to speak that. And don't just want the other party to become better. You become better. Don't walk away. Don't give up. If God said it belongs to you, then what are you willing to do to keep what belongs to you? That person is worth your words being aligned with God's words spoken over them. Do you hear me? Hear me, marriages. What God wants. It has to be what God wants. God's plan is not for us to move on our own ability and realize it's not God and then divorce someone. That's not God's will. For any of us. Hallelujah. We can't do that. If it's God's will for you to be with that person, and your merch seems to be falling, then what are you saying? Are you admitting to what you're seeing or are you calling things that be not as though it was? See, a lot of times, we don't know how to talk to people. You going to church. You better pray. You want to go to hell? You want to do this? This is how the conversation should be. The more I spend time with God, the more he changed me to become better for you. I don't want to argue anymore because God's showing me what his love is like for both of us. I would never give up on you. I would never give up on me because God just showed me that he would never give up on us. And the more I spend time with God, the more my life becomes better. I feel peace with God. I feel love from God. I don't feel depressed. I don't feel worried about anything. What bills? They became God's bills. Because I read his word. He said, cast all your cares. So what cares do we have, baby? What cares do we have, honey? Let's give them over to God together. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to discuss? Because this marriage would never fail. What's in your heart? What's, what are your desires? Do you know what you're called here to do? Well, let's pray about it together. We want this to happen so much. Let's give up something that we like doing together. To show God how serious we are. I'm not forcing you to go into church. Doing church services. But I want you to know what happens when I go there. What am I experiencing while I'm there? I want you to know, even though you make mistakes, God still opened you up. He's still receiving and releasing to you. He still have open arms upon you. I believe in you. You can do all things, sweetie. I'm not going to just not give you my body because I'm angry. I'm not angry. I love you. I will never give up on you. 
I gave God my nasty attitude. You're worth more than us arguing. You're worth more than us fussing and fighting. Let's not do that anymore. We got married to become one. And how I feel, I want you to feel. And embrace them. Embrace them. Embrace them. Hallelujah. That goes the same for anything. For those who are parents. Embrace your children. I know a lot of you didn't grow up in a home with affection. But God will teach you how to be affectionate. Trust me, I know. (laughs) I think I'm too affectionate sometimes. God, I got to draw back sometimes. Because I can see my brothers in Christ. And I be wanting to hug you all. But I just can't hug you all. Because how society made things between us. Even if I hug my sisters. Someone be like, you ain't touching my man. But you're my brother, you're my sister. Why are you thinking like that? All right, handshake. I'm taking it. It's better than nothing. But we're going to get out of that place of insecurity. And that starts now. Hallelujah. We're not going to allow anyone to change us for the worse. Only for the better. See, when you're walking with God, you can see what's going on. And you can see the season also, what's going on in the world. The world season that they're in. And right now, in the women in this season are filled with so much insecurity. And it's not going to happen any longer. Because we're calling things that be not as though it was. But I'm letting you know what's happening in earth reality When it comes to the women, they feel like their bodies are not good enough. So they're taking these pills, getting these injections, having these surgeries, exposing their body more. Because they feel as though that's the way to keep a man. If you don't, if they don't want you, sweetie, they're going to release you. (laughs) Because the world is set up for you to feel like you're not good enough. So no matter what you do, you're never going to be good enough to fit and belong in the world. It wasn't set up for you to fit and belong because you already belong to God. That's why. That's why people in the world are stressed out. You don't get that surgery on to have a bigger bottom. And now this man got somebody with a bigger bottom. Now it's all about having a bottom. Now it's all about having a chest. Now it's all about having this a long length of hair and this makeup and this type of dance. Being exotic everywhere you go. Releasing what goes on between a bedroom of those who should be married anyhow. No way. And then us as women. Looking at each other, comparing one another with each other. See how big your bottom is. See how big your chest is. See how sexy you look. To determine what kind of man gonna come your way. Or is it even my man might want you? Come on, we can't think like that. Don't operate like that. It's stressing you out and I can see it. And for the men, you should never allow 
no negativity into your atmosphere. Women either. You're spending so much time trying to dress up an outer appearance that's not going to cause anyone to keep you. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. Because the beauty starts within. Now you got all these twerk songs. People out here all over the place doing that. For what? For what? You're not happy inside that way. That's not you. You don't go out in the world and shake your body and dress like that and say things like that. That's not you. I don't care how much money they pay you to do it. That's not you. You weren't created to do that. And that's why you're drinking. And that's why you're smoking. And that's why you're popping pills. And most of you are ODing. Be, and, and committing a suicide. And depressed. And getting locked up. And being these mental institutions. Because you went crazy. All because you felt like you weren't good enough. And you kept giving your very best. In the wrong direction. Because the world is set up for you to fall. Not prosper. Prosperity only comes from God. Hallelujah. So I love you all so much. And remember, let's continue to call things that be not as though it was. Because it is when you say it. Hallelujah. Don't give up on anyone. If you're working at a job currently and you're being mistreated and you know you should be making more, and I mean not just not doing the work. I'm going to pray for those two. <laughs> I mean those who are really doing the hard work. Those who are really being respect respectful on your job, but then you go home and complain about the job because how you're being treated. I lift you up right now. And you begin to experience breakthrough on the job. And that God begin to give you insight on what to do concerning that job. Hallelujah. And I pray for those who are over you on the job, the supervisors, managers, whoever they are, that they begin to see your work. And they begin to evaluate you on the job and notice that you are a hard worker and give you that promotion that's granted in your favor. When you receive that promotion, remember who gave you that promotion and never forget God did that. Never forget to say thank you, Jesus, for everything that he does for you. Hallelujah. And don't allow that position to go over your head for those who are getting promoted in titles. Don't allow it to go over your head and you start talking down upon people or start thinking you just some high and where you shouldn't be. Just put it like that. Don't go nowhere you shouldn't be. Hallelujah. Don't say nothing you shouldn't say. Don't think nothing you shouldn't think. Hallelujah. And for those who are on the job doing nothing, being lazy, and you know who you are, start doing something. Start being a team player. Help your neighbors out. Help your team out. 
especially when it comes to customer service. You signed up for that job. You filled out that application, not the customer. So don't give them your nasty attitude because you don't want to be there or because something that happened to you. Have a positive attitude. Matter of fact, pray before you go to work every day and pray while you're on the job. Trust me, it works. I'm a living testimony. It works. It works. God had me do that for years. I was on a job for 15 years. Working with all kinds of children, with and without special needs. Infants all the way up to, what, preschool age, kindergarten age. And I also did aftercare. I did middle school. And I was like, God, why am I here? I mean, I reminded God for 15 years, why am I here? Every morning he had to hear from me, why am I here? Oh my God, I love it so much. I thank God. Now I'm released from it now. Off the job, but not released from the assignment. To nurture, to help, to love, to embrace. Teaching children the way they should go. And I also learned from working with them children. But my point is, I didn't like it. And I complained every day. Until one day I said, you know what, God, I surrender my complaints over to you. What should I do about this? He said, give me thanks for just being here. I started giving God thanks. And he instruct me. I want you to wipe the walls. I want you to clean the table. I want you to prepare your curriculum a week ahead of time. I want you to take your job seriously. I want you to have a passion for what you're doing. Even if you don't want to be here, let no one know that you don't want to be here. The kids were excited to see me. Good morning, Miss Quenisha. They come into class. They sit at the table. The parents are like, what in the world? What, who are you? Because my kid's sitting down. My kid listening. My kid saying, yes, ma'am. Oh, no. What's your secret, honey? You want to come live with us? <laughs> and sometimes they got too comfortable when they left their kids with me. Uh-uh, come back. Come back. Come back and get them. Don't leave them. <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> and God is saying, he, he put me in a center that was, a, that was supposed to have been shut down. But God said, no, it's good. That's what happened in this place. I'm going to send my daughter. Quenisha, come here. Go to this place, Jesus. <laughs> Every year, I say, God, is it over yet? Am I released yet? <laughs> is my time up from this place? No. And the more you ask me, the more you're going to be here. I say, okay, I ain't going to say nothing else no more. I'm just going to be here. I want you to know I'm ready, I'm ready to leave. I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> Hallelujah. God begin to say, pick up the trash. And I had coworkers who would, you know, tend to be messy in the lounge. And God said, no, these parents don't deserve this. Make this place squeaky clean. Wash the walls. And I didn't, I didn't start question God. I was so hungry for more of God. I said, okay, I'm washing the walls. Okay, I want you to pick up all the trash in the bathroom. Scrub the bathroom. Scrub the toilets. Do this. I said, sure. Body floors all over the place. Clean it up. Okay, sure. The lounge, people got food, chicken bowls all over the floor. Pick it up, put it in the trash. Sure. Wipe the counters. Sure. Put a prayer request in the lounge on the table. Don't tell them don't put no name on it. Ask them what they need prayer for. You take it to church every Friday and you lift that up to me. I said, sure, I did that every day. Look at the families. Pray for the families. Intercede for the families. Now, I pray. Look at the children. Pray for the children. Hug the children. Love the children. Play with the children. Cry with the children. Smile with the children. Do it. I did it. Then all of a sudden, one day I got an invitation. Miss Hood. 
Out of 20,000, you are top 10 teacher. This center was about to get closed down. Now this center has received an award that no center in this region has ever had. Now this is the best center. You turned this center around. You like a Joe Clark. These parents were giving up on this place. The community, the governor was giving up on this center. And this, and my region, my regional manager said to me, I know who did this. I know who's responsible for this. And you know I know. Because I'm also a believer. I know who's responsible for this. And I want you to walk and you wear his glory well in all that you do. Because you are a servant. You don't mind serving God. You don't talk yourself out of what God is calling you to do. You just simply do it. You yield over due to the preparation to receive what God is calling you. And that's in that case. And they said, because of that, you are going to go high and you're going to go far in God that many would not go. And I was the youngest who ever received that award. The only women in that entire region, in that district, that received that award. Out of 20,000, top 10. I was amazed. Because all I was doing is what God was telling me to do. And I love God so much that I was so honored and eager to do it. So go wherever God plants you. It may not be forever or permanently. It may be temporary where he's sending you. Don't talk yourself out of it. Just go. It's a purpose to it. God used me to be on so many jobs to help save those jobs. Every job I went to, they want to promote me within a week. Because I came and did it unto the Lord. Everything I do, I do unto the Lord. Everything. Parenting, everything I do unto God. Every morning I ask God, how can you make me a better mother today? A better friend today? A better daughter today? A better sister? A better child of God? For those who are around me. I ask Him that. I'm not, I'm so hungry for all of God that I'm willing to sit down and let him teach and tell me everything I need to do. And I do it. Even if he say, keep your mouth closed. Stop exaggerating. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. Sure. Done. See how many of us say, God says, stop doing this. You be like, uh, uh-uh, done. There's no, uh, no, done. Too hungry. Too hungry for all of God. I love you so much. Your life has gotten better. Why? Because Holy Spirit used me to say things into your life to make it better. And it's guaranteed success. I love you so much. That's my time for now. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who is in the world. I love you. I love you. I love you.